Ukrainians in Kyiv have been trying to hold back Russian forces for well over a week now. With a first-hand account of what is happening in that Ukrainian capital, we are joined this morning by Oleksandra Matvyachuk, head of the Center for Civil Liberties in Ukraine. Good morning to you, Oleksandra. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Hi, thank you for being with us. Can you paint a picture? Are you in Kyiv right now? Yes. Can you paint a picture as to what it's like in the city for for Ukrainians still living there with the Russian soldiers pretty much surrounding that city at this point? All of us uh, Ukrainians who now in Kiev find our own place to be useful in this resistance. Uh, for example, I, as a human rights defender, work with our initiative Euromaidan SOS. We restore these initiatives which we created uh, during Revolution of Dignity, and we provide documentation of war crimes, provide logistical assistance for people who need support, uh, and also work with international communities. What about Kiev itself? What are, what are you seeing? Are, are there tanks lining the streets? Is it a case of it depends on you know where you are in the city? If you're seeing you know Russian invaders, is it is it all around at this point? Are there still pockets where you you don't see the conflict? You, um, if you describe what is the life now in Kiev, it's a life under the constant shelling of Russian rockets, especially at nights. It's why a lot of people spend all nights in bomb shelter, as um, as I do. Also, uh, the streets are in ruined after casualties uh, with Russian sabotage groups. Also, you can uh, you can see a lot of preparation to uh, to resistance uh, because we expected a massive re- Russian attack. But uh, I not uh, frankly speaking, if we will not stop Putin uh, stop Putin in Ukraine, uh, I I don't know uh, what other country will see the same which Kiev uh, c- citizens now observe. Alexandra, I mean, we can only read about it here in the West, and I don't think we can have any kind of concept of what it's like to be you and fellow Ukrainians who are under attack right now. How is it for you and your neighbors supporting each other, and how do you get out and get get supplies? Are there shops even open and available for you to get food, for example? I have no time to go for food, and now in Kiev, the situation with food, water, and electricity is not so such bad than in other countries. Uh, towns and villages in Ukraine. For example, in Mariupol, people are on the basement without water, food, electricity, phone connection, and medical care. And Russia don't allow to provide humanitarian corridors in order to isolate these uh, towns and villages and stop the uh, resistance of local population. You mentioned, you know, you know, we're talking about the basics, Alexandra. You know, you're sleeping in a bomb shelter. So can you Explain to me what that's like. Do you have more than a few people in there? And what's it like to, to put your head down at night sleeping in a bomb shelter? I so, so often ask an answer to this question to journalists, so maybe I will be not very polite and say once again, if we Ukrainians don't stop Putin in Ukraine, you Europeans will, uh, will uh, feel the same. Ukrainians have been fighting and battling, you know, average people taking up arms and joining with the Ukrainian military. What do you want us to know? What can we do? What can we continue to try and do from where we live on the other side of the world in Canada? What can we do to help you? We need to support ordinary people because if you will hear Western politicians, you will have a wrong impression that West provides Ukraine everything which we need. But it's not true. We have we still uh, have not uh, serious weapons which we need to protect Ukrainian sky. We, uh, the, the Western countries refused to provide Ukraine flight uh, planes, 
their air uh, defense systems and a lot of other things. And look, Ukraine now is forefront of their battle and Putin is not interested only in Ukraine. So now uh, it's, uh, it's uh, the question of the whole uh, Western world to support Ukraine in the struggle. What's it like? We knew that uh, you know that the Russian invasion would include a lot of the communication towers, and they're trying to you know make sure that you know as far as broadcasts are concerned. Can you still talk to people, your 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 neighbors and, and your uh, colleagues, or is it is it one of these cases where it's spotty when it comes to trying to be in touch with those you love and those you want to you deal with on a daily basis? Look, we have no time for communication. We are in, in hard work. We don't know how much time we have in order to be prepared for a massive attack to Kiev, which can start any moment. Uh, because according to the, the intelligence sources, uh, the Russia surrounded a lot of uh, Russian troops and uh, prepared to this attack. So now we spend all minutes in order to be uh, prepared and, and to resist to this uh, uh, occupation. Is there anything that you and your fellow citizens in Ukraine will not do? I mean, you know, we're hearing that you are being given weaponry where it's available to try and help defend. Is it, do you, do you, does it seem like all Ukrainians are on board with this and really just doing whatever they can to protect their fellow citizens and their country? Not all, because you know that at least 1 million and 700 of people uh, are become refugees in Western countries. It's Ukrainians who cross the borders and try to evacuate their children, their older parents, themselves, because they're scared of a war. Uh, it's their choice, and I understand it, because war is a normal thing. It's very hard to be prepared to the war. But all other people who remains, we will resist. How hard is it, you know, we're hearing yet that the women and children have that opportunity? Well, I mean, it depends on in between, you know, like you say, um, having areas shelled. Uh, how hard is it to get out if, if, if a woman and child want to leave the country at this point? Is it still something that can be done or is it incredibly difficult? It depends on the concrete place where you are, because as I told, in Mariupol, Navalnavaha, Hastomir, Irpin, Bucha, uh, Chernigiv, it's uh, it's no way how to evacuate from the cities. Russia don't provide humanitarian corridors. Russia shelling all civil initiatives of people who try to reach these people. Uh, like we documented different kinds of of war crimes, and among them, the deliberate shelling on civilian. Uh, objects and civilian population. Like, uh, unfortunately, we have cases when Russian soldiers deliberately uh, uh, shelling uh, civilian cars with uh, humanitarian assistance. It wasn't occasionally shots uh, because this car are uh, shelling with point blank. The world is in awe at the strength of the Ukrainian people, and we will continue to do all we can to help you. Our thoughts are with you, and uh, be safe, Alexandra. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Alexandra Matvichak is the head of the Center for Civil Liberties in Ukraine.